Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome, and this is Cindy Meyer, your host for the weekly Spirit Seeker uh, Hour brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. So it's every Thursday evening from 7 to 8 Central Time, and um, we also do a Wednesday morning uh, meditation, inspiration, working with the Law of Attraction, um, and we discuss astrology, the uh, the the um, just different ways to manifest. And we always do a meditation, and uh, oftentimes we'll uh, give affirmations or mantras. And that is on Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. until 9:45 a.m. Okay, so just a couple more announcements before I bring my guest on. Uh, Spirit Seeker is in its 23rd year of uh, being published. It's a print magazine in the Midwest and the West Palm Beach, Florida area. We also ship to conferences all over the country. And uh, we just recently were in Chicago, St. Louis, Columbia. We're in St. Louis again this weekend. And then we have six other conferences in the next two months where you will find Spirit Seeker in addition to all of our other locations. We've also been published uh, online since 1998 and continue to grow our online readership every month as we um, attract more younger readers and green readers. Um, so you can always find us digitally, and the um, other issues are archived there as well. And the Vedic astrology that is a fabulous, fabulous gift to all of us from this man in the Himalayan mountains um, is only online. So if you go to spiritseeker.com or if you want to type the whole thing, spiritseekermagazine.com, um, you'll see that the online edition is a little bit bigger, and we do have the Vedic astrology there. We also have a weekly email newsletter where we let you know who the radio show guest is, when the new magazine is online, um, and we do let you know of other Mind, Body, Spirit events um, you know, that are happening, and then um, I let you know what classes I'm teaching and or um, shows that I'm reading at or uh, speaking. You know, I'm, I'm speaking at the Internal Spirit um, Holistic Fair this weekend, and then I will be speaking at the... Uh, Heartland Hypnosis Midwest uh, Hypnosis Conference coming up the end of April. Okay, so the newsletter. If you are part of our newsletter, you are then eligible for drawings for free tickets, books, uh, CDs, DVDs. It is like a holiday every day when I go to the mailbox. There are um, there are music CDs. There's you know move, DVDs. There's just all the stuff and books, and we share them with our readers. Um, and our well, we do it with our email subscribers. So all you have to do two things: you can either go to spiritseeker.com and there's a join our email newsletter. You can fill it out right there, push a button. Or you can send an email, which takes a little bit longer, but you know, you're welcome to do it that way, to info at spiritseeker.com, asking to be added to the email newsletter. Okay, that's it for announcements. Yay! Here we go. Oh, I, I always, always, always enjoy this guest that I'm bringing on. She's a monthly writer for Spirit Seeker, and she is brilliant. So here we go. Elizabeth Summers, and she will be sharing um, her wisdom and understanding of numerology and um, soul work, and she just has many gifts and insights uh, that can help in so many ways. And uh, Elizabeth is a professional numerologist whose passion is the world of numbers. Uh, through translating the vibrational behaviors of numbers found in one's birth number, the name, the birth date, um, pattern cycles, and symbols are found. And her readings and uh, sessions with people offer psychological as well as spiritual interpretation. Elizabeth also interprets the double numbers, which correlate to the ancient tarot card decks and the Hebrew Kabbalah. Her experience includes a widely diversified background in the fields of teaching, business, numerology, numerolinguistics, professional writing, lecturing, and counseling. Elizabeth writes a monthly column in Spirit Seeker Magazine, as I mentioned, and for many other papers across the country. We are just lucky we have her. And the uh, column is called Soul Journey by the Numbers. Her website, www.elizabethsummers.com, and um, Summers is S-U-M-M-E-R-S.com. Okay, so there you are. Elizabeth, are you there? (laughs) Wait a minute. Are you there? I'm here, yes. Can you hear me? Yay, yay. I can hear you now. Okay, so how are you? And whoa, today Mercury went direct, and we just can't wait to hear all everything you want to share about the numbers. <laughs> well, I am. Thank you, God, that Mercury has gone direct because it's been in Pisces, and Pisces has been the funkiest Mercury retrograde that I personally have experienced. 
in a long time. And so now we can move forward. So I think this is an exciting time because, uh, and it takes a while for Mercury to kind of amp up its little energies again, the little engine that could, so it's amping it up. And, of course, Mercury handles communication. In the work that I do, I bring in tarot interpretations, astrology interpretations, as well as the codes from the ancients, which we'll get to in a minute. And so... Uh, so what I am excited about, one, because I'm an Aries, but secondly, is the new moon that is in the sign of Aries on April 5th that's getting cranked up. And, of course, Aries starts the whole, it's like the new year for the entire zodiac. So there's this new energy. And then it is uh, the new moon in Aries, which is about excitement, going for it, energy, and I don't know about everybody else, but I certainly can feel it. It is like, oh, a breath. We're done, finished, goodbye, and now here we go. So as I wrote in my column, the April column that's going to be published in your paper and online, uh, in April, it is a time, is a four month, number four. And then uh, number four is uh, in a uh, energetic April the 4th or whenever we say the number, whatever. But the energy of the number 4 of April says, let's get our act together. Let's think about and plan where we're going for the next several months until the fall. So April is a planning month, totally contradictory to Aries, because Aries you know, they're real wild and crazy. And they are very enthusiastic, impulsive, and what have you, and need to learn patience and learn to plan. The end of April is in the sign of Taurus. Now, Taurus are the planners. And you know, Cindy, Taurus is one of the best financial handlers in the Zodiac because it is Scorpio and Capricorn and, and uh, Taurus. And there's another one that I can't remember right now. <laughs> so, well, Cap- no, well, Capricorn, yeah. yeah. Well, Capricorn, Scorpio, and Taurus are the money handlers, okay. if you will. Oh, Cancer, so, Cancer. So, oh, well Maybe. then, there you know. I don't know. I'm guessing at that. They just they always like money, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, so that is the general energy that covers everyone in April. And isn't it true? That's when we start planning our gardens. That's when we start planning our budget for the summer vacation, planning, planning, planning. And that's the energy of the number four. The number four is the emperor. Now, in ancient Tarot, in the work that I do, I use the ancient right-of-way deck, the really old one, which I started in the late 80s. I've been doing this since the late 80s, this work that I do. And that's where I started studying to the Tarot and then, uh, the clear blue sky, I was introduced through a medium reading to numerology. I had not a clue what the guide was talking about. And once I got into study of numerology, I, it took off. It was just, I'm, I'm sure that I have done this in other lifetimes. So the cool thing is that I try to help people with, you know, there's numerology all over the Internet. But to try to help them understand really how excellent all the clues are in the birth name. The birth name is like a big suitcase of information. It's not just the name. And every soul names itself. What? Well, my aunt named me. My mother named me. Hmm. Every soul prior to incarnation, while in spirit, telepathically goes to the soul or souls of the person who eventually names it and says, hello, this is the name that I want. Because when I say that name, write that name, sing that name, that is a sound, a vibration, an energy, a memory of my past lifetimes that I am bringing into this lifetime so I told them the toolbox. So a person's birth name is their toolbox. 
of memories, past life memories that they are vibrationally working with. And so a person's first name is all of their material memories. And in fact, the first letter of a person's first name is called an angle of development. And it indicates the person's attitude towards this human experience. And the letter at the end of their first name is called a capstone vibration. And it indicates how I'm going to do all this. And the first vowel in a person's first name is a little window to their soul. That birth name is jam-packed. A person's middle name uh, is a, a code that has to do with their emotional memories from other lifetimes that are impacting this one. Now, yes, there are clients. I had one today I did a reading. She had no middle name. That's okay. That's okay. She didn't want it. That means that the first name is carries with it all the emotional information as well as the material information. And the interesting thing is that the last name on the birth certificate is the spiritual codes that greatly, greatly impacts people from 55 years of age onward uh, as, as the number one influence. It influences the whole lifetime, but really in those later years. That is the tribal name. That is the spiritual qualities that are inherited from the father's spiritual DNA. Maybe not daddy, but it vibrationally is what is coming into this lifetime. And so when people, you know, think that their, their birth name is just this now, now it is jam-packed like jelly beans in a jar. That in the work that I do as an esoteric, as a spiritual interpreting, interpreting numerologer, then I really start digging into and parsing, who is this person with a soul? What are they here to do? What is this a light? And the thing of it is, I also use, as you know, two ancient code systems in the readings that I do for people. One is a 5,000-year-old code system, the Chaldeans. The Chaldeans were prominent astrologers, and the Chaldeans were the Magi that visited baby Jesus in Bethlehem, in Nazareth, Two years, when he was two years old. This is why Herod had sent all the Roman soldiers out to kill him, the baby boys, two years or so. It took those Chaldeans two years to go from the Mesopotamian Valley and figure things out over to what we now have as Israel. And then 2,600 years ago, a highly evolved ascended master by the name of Kasumi was come several times into human form after the fact, came into human form 2,600 years ago, traveled around the entire Mediterranean, developed codes one through nine, which is Western numerology now because Pythagoras didn't want anybody to tell anybody anything. He wanted big silence and silence, and the politicians killed him, thank you very much. And his students said, the heck with this. And they moved out all over Europe. Western numerology, which is basically what is found on the internet. And here's the interesting thing here, Ascendant, that you know, is that a six is a six is a six. It's interpreted in whatever the definition of the number six is. But is it a 15 six? Is it a 24 six? Is it a 33 six, which is that of a master healer? Those compound numbers, like 26 and 41, those are compound numbers. The double numbers are 1, 1, 2, 2, 3, 3, 1. And you know what is interesting, and it's very, very, it's kind of rare, but it's happening in the Aquarian age that we're in now. There are more of the higher double numbers that are showing up in the readings that I'm doing. In all of the numerology books that are out there, and my library has 45 of them at least, one 
11, 22, 33, sometimes 44, are basic. They're in almost every book of interpretation. But now I am seeing in my charts that I do for people, 55 popping up, 77 popping up. Rarely. I've had three in my whole career. 99 popping up. Those are old souls. And only old souls take on those double numbers. And only old souls, because they're so intense. I mean, they are intense. And only old souls have the spiritual wisdom to handle it. And so old souls always create drama in their lives. And we don't need that, especially as we grow older. So it's exciting, and it's very in-depth. It's not superficial. And it, it's not. I know you're trying to say something. And it's not. I just want to say this one thing because it is one of a thorn in my side. Is that all over the Internet, there is a formula. You take your month and you, you take your month you were born, the day you were born, the year you were born, you add it together, you get a single number. And I've had people say to me, Cindy, I'm a six, I'm a three, I'm a two, because of that formula. It is not who you are. It is the issue, the spiritual growth issue that your soul, before it was born, decided to improve upon as a spiritual being. Who you really are energetically comes from the vows of your birth name. I know. This is like deep, deep, deep work that you do. And, you know, and I love how with your column you really educate people about what these numbers mean. Like I I loved your article this month about all the planning and, you know, getting ready and planning because everything comes back to life in spring. And that's, you know, um, James Michener, who always writes the big, big, thick, thick books, right? Hawaii, you know, um, Alaska. Okay, well, one of his first books that he ever wrote was called The Fires of Spring. And it was just this little tiny paperback. And I don't know, I've probably read it two or three times. And one of the things that he says in that book is, why would we make New Year's resolutions in the dead of winter? It's when the spring arrives and nature comes fully back to explosion and, you know, like fully alive. That's when you make your New Year's resolutions. That's when you make your plans. So it was just perfect how you um, were talking about that this month. And, you know, um, I, I think that we, um, we've we had a long winter all over the country. We had snow in Hawaii. Well, God bless people who are just, <laughs> you know, deluged by snow and ice and what have you. And where I am, you know, I'm in Colorado, and I live along the Front Range, and we're pretty well protected uh, uh Along this front range, yes, we just had a cyclone winter, I mean a cyclone snowstorm. But other than that, the mountains, the cool thing is where I live, which is along the edge at the base of the Rocky Mountains, which is exquisite scenery where I live, uh, what happens is uh, the weather comes from the West Coast, accumulates the snow and the rain and the wet, and drops it over the mountains. We have fabulous ski resorts here, as everyone knows. And then, basically, up and down the front range here, where I live, in Fort Collins, Colorado, it regrows. So we don't have as much snow as the mountains and what have you. And then it regroups and starts all over again and starts with its blizzards and the snow and the drops it on the eastern plains of Colorado and into Nebraska and on to the east coast. Thank you very much. They have far worse weather over there on the east coast, y'all listening, than we do here in Colorado. <laughs> We're in a sacred space. And I think it's the oh mountains. Well, it's, got, you know, it's natural shields, natural shielding. I mean, it's all like in mm-hmm. feng shui, mountains represent fire energy. And, um, you know, and it, it's they're a force to be reckoned with. Mountains have their strength. And you want them in your landscaping or some kind of a, um, you know, you work with shapes and things. It's quite fascinating. But I do have a couple of questions. And if it's out of order, then yes. you can, you know, just say we'll talk about that later. But with these double numbers, so 
um, when you take your birth Probably month, yeah. you take your yeah. um, right, and you take your uh, birth date in uh, and the year, and you add all that up, and then um, and you get your number. So if you got like that 55, would that become a 10, or the 77 a 14, which would then become a five, or or what happens with where do you get these double numbers? Like right when you're doing your numbers, well, and yeah. you're getting ready to. So are you talking about your life path number, your life lesson number? Yeah. Is that like when you were saying that you're running into these 55, 77, and 99, which has been very rare up until now, and then now you're seeing it? Yes. Yes. Well, they can be added also through the soul numbers, through the vowels. Some consonants will show up as double numbers. And when you add the, the when you add the consonants and the vowels together, you get a path of destiny number, which says, okay, if these are all my tools that I'm working with in my toolbox, where's my destiny? Where am I going with it? They can, okay. So the double numbers can show up anywhere. And, okay. and you can uh, reduce them, 77 as well, 14 with as well, 5. And so the basic number is 5. But what, and that, is, and if a person has a 5 life lesson number, there is no retirement for that person in this lifetime. That is Mr. Fidget all over the place. They'll move a lot. They'll go through a lot of relationships, especially if they have an N in their middle name. And know that they will have several careers. And, and so that basic number interpreted, the 14 part is one of the karmic codes, and then we up the ante and we interpret the 77 as sacred number. And spirituality, uh, that is of a clairvoyant, of a mystic, of a writer, of a communicator. It's a very introspective code, spiritual code. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so you I have can a couple reduce more... it down, and it depends right. on where it appears in the core numbers. Yeah. Yeah, you may want to keep it. Okay. All right, so the first time I had a numerology um, reading was in, I don't know, 1981 or 82, and I was at the... Uh, area for Research and Enlightenment, the Edgar Casey Institute in Virginia Beach. And I was staying at this house. They had ARE members that would rent rooms out. And I'm staying in this house, and everybody was outside that, that night just relaxing. And this guy was on this porch doing numerology readings. And so he did my numerology reading. And um, <clears throat> he said, this can't be right. Uh, he says, there's something wrong here. He, he says, are you sure this is your name? I'm like, well, yeah, of course it's my name. And he says, this has been your name since birth. And I'm like, oh, no, no, oh, I, I forgot about that. I said, I was adopted at age six by my stepfather. And he said, okay, well, what was your name at birth? So he took my name at birth, and he says, okay, this makes total sense now. He says, because I don't even know what he added it up. But, um, but he, And when he had told me what the other thing was, I'm like, well, no, that's not me at all. He says, no, there, that's why I said there's something wrong. So then he found that number. So... My question is, I know we have a life path number, and maybe I'm saying it wrong, but we have a life path number, which I'm, a, I'm supposedly a, a number five, which when you were talking about moving all the time and all this other stuff, that's like when my younger years, I moved so many times, people stopped putting my name, address, and phone number in ink in their books. Like back when they wrote them in, they'd erase it and write it in pencil. Um, but then, you know, that changed. But I changed my name so many times, I started off last name writer then adopted pasha then married meyer then married rheingold then after the divorce went back to meyer i started off with a i mean i've changed this stuff elizabeth so many times i i and so i started off cynthia diane then i i changed that a bunch of times but legally now i am cindy meyer with no middle name. I just got rid of it at my second divorce. So those are called angles of development. Those are called angles of development. We are always influenced by the basic birth name on the gift certificate. That is the energy that the soul touched down on at birth into the human experience. So then... When a woman or you went through several name changes, you did that, the soul is adjusting to that time of your life. And those are called angles of development that the soul needed vibrationally, including the birth name. 
So the adoptive name, some clients I have, give me their birth name. Well, I was adopted. Okay, give me that. And frequently, the adoptive name, which metaphysics teaches, that it is the adoptive parents that the soul really wants to teach it its its lessons, spiritual lessons in a lifetime. Uh, 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 um, And every soul chooses its parents. It chooses it from its karmic group. And the parents, and I teach this in natal readings that I do. I help people understand this. And this is a major spiritual lesson. I'm digressing here, I know. But the parents who agreed by contract from the karmic group before the soul came into human, agree to play the role, like on Broadway, the role of mother, the role of father, and the purpose of those souls' behaviors in a lifetime is to mirror back to the soul of the child who that child as a soul was in previous incarnations, good, bad, or indifferent. And therefore, in this lifetime, the soul of the child sees those parents as a reflection of who it was, where in this lifetime, it uses its free will, free will to decide to continue those behaviors and those choices that mom's showing it or dad's showing it, or to say, I do not think so, and I'll see you later. And therefore, parents are mirrors of an us that we were. And that is heavy and important to know that because it helps us. So some of us who have not had spiffy doodle parents behaviors, it helps us in forgiveness. It helps us understand what's it all about, Alfie, and therefore forgive them for their behaviors that they inflicted upon us because it allowed me to make my free will choice to continue on spiritually. Isn't that fascinating? Yes. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. It's fascinating and fabulous at the same time to know that your soul actually, like, calls all this in, like all the souls working together. Yes. From the karmic group. Best buds, I call them. Best buds. The soul decides while it's in spirit, looks back over other lifetimes and says, you know, this needs a little bit more work spiritually to improve. That's the life path number from the month and year of birth. And therefore, it goes about, and I always teach people when I'm doing the natal readings, think of it as a novel that has chapters, that has characters, and has long-term permanent people, the parents, the brothers, the sisters. It's a nuclear family. And so, therefore, uh, 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 that it all makes then sense to people that they understand why they just could not stand their mother or their father. Or why did they leave me? Why was I adopted out? Why was I? And adopted children usually will experience abandonment issues in their charts for a while. Abandonment issues because they don't understand on a subconscious level, but the sole contract was before that child was born. When it asked, free will asked, so from its karmic group to play the role of mother, the role of father. There was a contract that was made. And they and the 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 mother and the father soul says, Well, okay, I'll, we'll get you there. I'll get you there. But I can't hang out the whole time because I have another deal going. Or I have my own thing that I'm working on. But I'll get you there. And that's why it's the adopted parents that step up and say, I will take over that role. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so... No, no, that was like... It was perfect. Okay, so... Um, this is my next question. I am a life path one, but I have been told that I am a timing cycle five. I don't know that I, – I, I was thinking when you said that five earlier that that's I, w- I was mixed up on this. Um, so you have your the, – the birth date, that nothing changes with that. Like you're born on a date and that's 
Um, that's your life path number no matter and what. It's time, it never and location. All that's by choice. Right. Yes. Right. And so this name thing, and then how do you tie this in? Like I know you're doing mediumship work now. You're doing so much stuff right now. How, how can you tell us in a reading, like if, uh, and we do have a couple of questions in a minute people wanted to ask, but can you tell us how you, because um, I kind of know it, but I want to hear it from you to everyone, like how you take all this information and help them with their, um, uh, the, what you offer them for the next year. You give them all this information. Yes. And your readings and There's your, a yes. transit reading. That's right. And then really, I mean, once I turn, and I record everything, folks. Everything is recorded. You get a download sent to you basically the same day. If I can fit it in there, you get a CD, you get attachments, you get printed booklets, whatever you choose. It's all on my website, com. But I use these ancient codes, and the numbers have no power. They have no power. They are a language. That's what numerolinguistics is. It's a language to me that I'm interpreting like French, German, whatever. And I do everything by hand. Nothing is done on the computer. Nothing is computerized. I personally don't even understand those computerized pronunciations. But nevertheless, and in front of me are nothing but separate formulas that represent various aspects of my client. The age that they are tells me something. The time, the, the, the month day and year of birth tells me something. There's all these little pockets that have to do with where they are. This is a transit reading, calendar reading, 2019 reading sort of thing. There's all these little pockets that gives them insight as to the themes and trends that their soul wants and will put them through in 2019 or 2020. And esoteric numerology, spiritual numerology, goes from the month you were born. And this is a big issue. I had a client today ask me this very question. The month you were born starts your chart, just as an astrology, the month you were born, and it goes and wraps around 12 months to the month of the next year. It is not January to December, which is, it's not. If a person has, the only caveat there, if a person has an early birthday, my birthday is in April. There is a rule that says three months before the month of the actual birthday, the new year, we go in nine-year cycles, nine-year cycles, nine-year cycles. The new year that a person is in, they're moving from year seven into year eight in April, Elizabeth. Three months before those, like a coffee pot, begins to percolate. It's plugged into the wall. The browns are in there. The water's in there. And you begin to smell the coffee. It begins energetically starting to creepy crawl into the light. We don't have coffee yet until April. But that early birthday connected to January, February, March, those people can have a collision between that other formula all over the Internet and the true esoteric in numerology. This work is 5,000 years old. It's 2,600 years old. The calendar was Middle Ages. Some pope who was trying to put organize all of Europe under the church's domain gave a month a job and says, organize this thing. And that's where January to December came from. No. So we're on a soul's journey that is about energy. And the energy is shifting. The energy shifts. Just as it does in astrology. It starts at the time that you're birth. And that's why I bring in astrology interpretations. Is it your Jupiter return? Is it your Uranus? I am not an astrologer. I don't do charts for people. But I am a student and I have certain things that I look at in astrology and how to explain to my clients astrologically what is going on. But you know, Cindy, 
my attitude is firmly believing that people have some sort of an understanding, an intellectual understanding of what on earth it's all about, Alfie, that's going on in my life, that everything is changing. That's the death card. That's year 13 for us. It has to do with that with the old growth into the new. If I'm in a nine year, everything is ending. I'm losing my I'm losing my marriage, I'm losing my job, people are dying, everything is closing, I don't I'm detached, I'm cleaning up the garage like a crazy fool. All of this helps them intellectually, which is where you start, understand what's going on. So then when these things happen in their lives, oh, that's what she's talking about. Oh, I get it now. That's what she's talking about. And that's why I record everything. And people, as with this visit with you, once I start talking, I just never stop for about 45 minutes to 50 minutes on a recording. And people are like, your head is spinning. And I say to them, do you have any questions? And they kind of slobber on the other end. They okay, you, t- you just no relax idea. for a moment. <laughs> I'm going to. We have two yeah, um, I mean, yeah. two people with their that have said they would like to ask a question. So, um, hang on one second. I'm going to bring one on. Okay. Oh, okay. So, um, the person calling from seven seven five seven six two. Would you state your name and where you're calling from and your question for Elizabeth, please? Thank Thank you. My name is Wendy from California, and. Um, uh, should this question be about numbers or uh, it is a question whatever you want about my future? Whatever I want. Okay. I'm not doing readings um, here, honey. But if you have a question oh, about numerology in general, that would be great. Well, um, I don't want the public to know the last four numbers of my phone number. Um, but if uh, if your guest knows, uh, can look at that. Uh, look at the. Uh, oh, my phone number. I can, okay. I can, okay, I will be happy to do that. Elizabeth, just hang on, and I'll send it to you. Okay, so go ahead with okay, your question. Okay, and, and the, the the last four numbers are your numbers. The other numbers affect everyone in that general area. So the those last four numbers add them together, and that final number is the energy of that phone vibration. Okay. So I don't know if that answers my question. Okay, so Wendy. Um, um, and, and there's an. Okay. Go ahead. Yes, Wendy, what? The the last four numbers, there's another number in my phone number that is matching the last four. So um, I negotiated. I, I pushed to get that phone number. I'm into numerology. Is that a good luck phone number? Just a minute. Well, Let's number one, I don't know what there. it is. But but I mean, secondly, uh, my son did the same thing. He just wanted these numbers. Um, I don't know what to tell you. A luck number is the number three. The number seven is that of spirituality is not a communicating number. The number five is a communicating number. The number six is that of teaching, healing, nurturing. Number eight is about business management organization. The number nine is about humanitarianism and wisdom giving. The number one is independence. And the number two is about about negotiating, about following. It's, It's a negotiating. But my favorite number for luck is three. So I share that with you. All right. All right, Wendy. Okay. Thanks so much for calling. Okay. So, Elizabeth, this is a three-year. Can you tell us just a little bit about, uh, and we're we're ending a three-month, which, you know, um, and and then feng shui, three is everything. And, you know, I just love the number three, too. So can you share with us what our three years? (laughs) Okay. So just share just a little bit of wisdom about 2019 being a three-year, if you would. Well, uh, first of all, um, Wendy, I've got your message here, Cindy, and it's an eight, and it's about business. It's business okay. management organization. It's very powerful. That's for okay. Wendy. Uh, the number three year is, is uh, expansion. It is about your values. What are your values? 
It is an energy of creativity. It is an energy of expansion. There should be a lot of travel going on here. It is an energy of teaching. It is a very, um, a kind of a hummingbird vibration, actually. People are into this, into that, into something else. And uh, the, um, of course, we're moving into the retrogrades now of Saturn, uh, uh, Pluto, and Venus. It's going to go a little backwards here until about August or so. But nevertheless, I think that uh, the three-year should bring, uh, if people play their cards right, and this is grossly general, because everybody within that, within this three-year, a 2019 S down to a three, that's where the three comes from, uh, uh, has their own little individual uh, box. I always teach people, think of that game, this game box within a box within a box. And that's how I tell the, the storyline of the readings that I do to help people because they, they, most kids have that experience, that toy, but, but they're able to see how this is the broad picture and then it breaks down to, in a reading, it breaks down into more details in specific areas and then it breaks down more specifically and more specifically until I take them months to months to months throughout their particular year. So just because the energy of the number three covers all of us does not mean that that individual person is in a three-year. They could be, but they don't have to be. They could be in a nine-year or a six-year. Or an eight-year kind of thing. All right? Does that answer your question? Yes, absolutely it did. It did. And um, we do have one other person with a question. I want to make sure this is a good time to bring this person on. Yes? Or... Okay. Okay. All right. So um, we are going to area code 775. Oh, I'm sorry. We already talked. I'm so sorry. Okay. Um, the other person changed their minds. They, their, arm, their arm's not up. Okay, so um, so whatever else you want to share with us, because this is an exciting year for many people, and just whatever you want to share, Elizabeth, because I, I just love your information, and I, I know you're going to find the perfect thing to share with us. So here we go. Well, the, the, the thing that I really love, I mean, I love this work. It, it just kind of flows, and I've been doing it for so long, that when I look at a chart that I've created for people, I'm able to feel because I'm a medium. I visit with dead people. I visit with, you know, people who called me yesterday. I had two psychic and two other one reading. My office was just filled with spirits. I had to white sage it like once or twice, quite honestly. And, and I have wonderful guides now that kind of, come in over my shoulder, and when I look at my handwritten, handmade chart that is dissecting a person's life and dissecting the year that they are in, those are two separate readings, I feel their energy. I can tell that this is going to be a good year for that client to move forward in its life. Sometimes I see, oh, my gosh, please, God, help me be diplomatic in helping this person through this year because it's going to be a hummer. But I give them as much information as they can because I'm a firm believer in that, and they get it. And, and it's going to come, and it's going to go. And so know that I have guides that help me. It's the most wonderful thing. And one thing that I shared with you, that aside from being an esoteric numerologist, I am a medium. And I just realized that was my gift also when I moved to Colorado and I was up in the mountains. And someone came in for a numerology reading. I'm way up in the mountains. In isolation almost. Not by choice, but that's where I was put. And this woman came, and she went a numerology reading. 
And as I'm starting her reading, I get this impression over my right shoulder of this man, this older man. And I knew it was her father because he's telling me, I'm a clairvoyant. I hear spirits. I see them. I feel them. Whatever they choose to use to communicate with me. And that is, I love it. And so I said to her, is your father in the spirit world? She said, yes. And I described him to her. And she said, yes. Mm-hmm. And I said, your father is here with us. Well, that was an aha moment for Elizabeth. And then after that, it just has increased, increased. And I love that. And I tell you why. Because in my office, the energy is built up. And I call them in. Whoever, I start calling them in before the client even comes on the phone. Most of my work's done on the phone. I mean, if they go all over the United States, Cindy, they can't get on the plane and come here to Fort Collins right. in Colorado. I mean, if they want to, they can, but oh, well, we don't have to do this. Because there's no time and there's no space to right. be connected to the spirit world. They just show up in my office. And, right. and, but what it does is it brings peace and love, and completion to people. I agree. And I also do questions intuitively. You know, where people call me and they have a couple questions. They might not want to visit with Uncle George or Aunt Susie, but they got some questions. Their guides come in, I open the channels and their channels and, and give them information from their soul to help them. And so Packaging all this together is just exciting. And when I write your columns and the columns that are in other papers, I'm usually writing at 3 o'clock in the morning. I sit down because it's just, I can't sleep all of a sudden. I think, bop, the pizza, bop, 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 bop. And I get out of bed in the dark and the quiet. And I whip out your columns. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love it. We love it. No, but it is true. It, you know, in the middle of the night, it is quiet. It's like you can get so much done. And spirit yes, is awake so anyway. There is no, yeah, you're right. It's like, here we are. Let's all create. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. But I think this is great that you now have this awareness and this doorway that is open for you to help people in these other ways. Um, <clears throat> for a long time, I did not tell people I was a medium because it shocked me so much when I realized I could do it. And then I, I, then I would look at the people who did that all day long, and I'd be like, I can't do that all day long. I cannot do that all day long. And so I just kept it quiet. But I love how you just said, not everyone wants to talk to a loved one on the other side. And, and that's really true. So now... Whoever is meant to, you know, not whoever is meant, but, you know, it, it's a, co- a calling in, a co-creation. And um, I don't mind doing it at all. And I actually uh, put it on my, on my, uh, you know, my banner and everything that I had uh, made. Now that I'm reading as a reader at more of these shows, you know, everybody has a banner. So I studied them for almost a year and a half, and I finally just made one. And I, I'm like, okay. Good you. <laughs> you know? Yeah, oh, to show funny. the universe that you're not afraid. You're not afraid mm-hmm. to be, well, what if I'm wrong, you know? And, well, that's oh, a no. whole ego yeah. thing. And, and, and I remember when I started doing medium work, you think, God, I hope this is right because I don't know these people and I don't want them to think that. <laughs> and right. now that it's static on the radio. And it's just, nope, I know what I know right. what I know. And, and I open it up and I'm a great piece with it. And I get such a buzz, I get such a buzz on my end, as the client does, on its end, when it's all said and done, and they're happy, and I always ask them, is there anyone you want me to see if I can pull in? And they do, and they do, they don't, they don't, and I always call them after the fact, a day or two after, to be sure that they're okay, you know. Because sometimes it's a little jolting, it's very, you know, you know that it kind of thing. And, and, yeah. uh, uh, and it also says, you know, I care, I, I care about you. Right. And, and, and I, I guess that is part of our job. 
I'll tell you where I get really good transmission, Cindy, is in my kitchen. I'm in my kitchen, and I'm like in a neutral zone, and all of a sudden, I get voices coming. And I, in fact, my book's called Voices in My Kitchen. Years ago, I got all that together. And that's where I learned that I could hear, that I was clear audience, that I could hear spirit. And that's why I'm in Colorado. I was in California. I walked into my kitchen in California, and a voice in January said, Shani, you are moving to Colorado. What? I knew I was moving to California, but I never thought of Colorado. And I argued, no, I'm not. Oh, and I came in again. You are moving to Colorado. And in February, I went back east, where I'm from back east. Everyone from back east, I'm one of y'all is that my channeler at that time was there. I sat in front of her and she said, oh, they're telling me you're moving to Colorado. Hello. And so I've been here and I've been told over the course of time by my guides that I was a shaman up and down the front range. And they was, and what actually is they brought me home. They brought me home here to pick up and do the work that I have always done as a shaman. In uh, up there, and that's why I'm in northern Colorado. Everyone has started Colorado Springs, and everyone says, Oh, because I have friends all over, especially horse women, all over Colorado and the southern part, and whatever, and they all come live here, come live here. I said, No, I have to go north, 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 and I keep inching north. So, somewhere northern Colorado, all the way into Montana, I think that wow. I have done. Shaman work. And look what I do now. This is a shaman. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And my birthday You're number is a nine. Eighteen nine of teacher and shaman. It's just way cool. Once you put all these little pieces of the puzzle together. And that's what you help people do, and that's what I help people do. Cindy, it's not about you, know. you and I. No, we're just we're just like these conduits and the people are sent to us or you know, we're called in through soul vibration both ways. You know, it's a co creation. It's it goes both ways. And then the magic that can happen with the help and it's it's mostly compassion and understanding, you know? I mean I don't mm-hmm. know, so this interesting thing happened for me. I don't read for children a lot and if I do there always has to be a you know, obviously a parent's approval. So I was at the show up in Chicago, I don't know, three weeks ago. And this little girl um, and her mother and her little sister and her grandmother um, all came. And so, yeah. but, but the little, but the grandmother, right, but the grandmother was right, paying for the reading for her 10-year-old granddaughter. So the next thing you know, the oh. grandmother kind of walked away, and so it was the mother and the two kids. And away we went, and Grandpa came in. She she said, I want to talk to my wow. grandpa. And he had just died like two weeks before. So grandpa came in yeah. and totally, totally this little girl knew it was him. And then he said something about tell your mom that whatever it is you're wanting to do with your bedroom, that she should let you do it. And the, her eyes get really big. And um, and she yeah. said, see, Mom, see, Mom. And I said, well, he's also saying to put some kind of stars on the ceiling. And every time you look up, you are going to be thinking of him because he wants you to know he's with you all the time. He's just a thought away. Oh, and so, Well, and then – you know, then we kind of got off grandpa a little bit. And then she was just asking other questions. And I told her, I, and she lives in a really small rural town. And I, um, but they were, so they were visiting Chicago for, you know, different things. And I said, you know, I said, you love dancing and you love blah, blah, blah. And I said, do not be at all surprised if you wind up in New York. I said, you have that much talent. And her mother says she's performing in a dance recital or something in New York in like three months. Oh, Cindy. And then the grandma came back and the grandma, and I said, you know, I said, I don't know what all this means either, but, you know, I'm almost finished with this little story, but I said, he's laughing that all of you are here together. Why would he be laughing? And they just all ripped a laugh. They're like, oh, because he used to make fun of us. We'd all go do this stuff. And he goes, oh, you girls. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and they said they said he would be laughing right now. I said, oh, he just thinks it's a total stitch that all of you are here together trying to talk to him. <laughs> I oh, good for <laughs> you. Good for the joy that you brought to them, honey. The well, joy that they you brought, brought to, to me. To them. 
Right. It's a gift. I mean, to do this work, it's an honor. You know. I mean, Elizabeth, but you come at it from every single angle. I mean, you you just, and I love how you always bring the soul work into it. There's a soul agreement or there's a soul intention or, you know, you always, always stress that part. And I think that that's what makes you so unique and special. Some people kind of forget that. And that's, it is. And that's, you know, we have a reason to be here. We're not just here. Mm-mm, no, we're not. We plan to be here. We've got a game plan. Yes, we have free will. I mean, if you want to go from New Jersey to, to uh, down to uh, San Diego with your little AAA triptych of life, that's okay. Stay on the triptych, but you have a free will. If you want to go up to Detroit and be bop around, Detroit's not on the triptych, and it just isn't going to work, and you'll wind yourself turning right around and get yourself back on the same plan. And so what I do in my work is I help people try to know what their game plan is. So they're not flapping around like flounder on the beach. Let's get to it and let's stay on the yellow brick road. Yes, whatever it takes. And all people have to do is go to my website, which I love my website. It's brand new this year, very modern, very contemporary, very easy to navigate because I dealt with a wonderful webmaster uh, uh, who is a personal friend, but she's a wonderful uh, webmaster out of Missouri. And, you know, they're so technical and they're so smart and this and that and the other thing. And I kept saying, no, I have older clients. I'm really grateful to even go on the Internet. And I said, it's to be clean and simple and to understand as possible, but very artistic. And I said, the only thing you are not allowed to change is my red hair on my pictures on my website. That's the only thing that's to say. Okay. And and so that funny. worked out fine. So just go to my website, ElizabethSummers.com, look for services, look for subscriptions. I write all the time. Uh, if you are a subscriber, you get a lot of spiritual newsletters and, and specials, and it's just a huge subscription thing. And then I also have a new thing, Conversations with Elizabeth, the last Wednesday of, of, uh, of every month. Next month, I'm going to be talking about life after death. People call in and, and, uh, and listen. And, this, and yesterday, it was about psychic protection. And I taught people how to do psychic protection. So you're right, Cindy. I, it never ends in my office. <laughs> no, you're right. And I like your website. It's very simple, clean, easy to navigate, and um, has everything in there that you need. It's perfect. Perfect. It's just perfect. I know. And I see my clients within two weeks. Within two weeks. None of this, you know, you have to wait a year. No. Right. Uh, If I I have to work extra hours, I bring my people in with their readings within two weeks because my attitude is when they contact me, when they pick up the phone and call me, that soul is ready. It's ready to hear whatever I'm being used by their spirits to tell them. And by, if they have to wait a month, two, three months, they're moving on. They've missed no, the They're ready. Yeah, yeah, they're ready. I mean, and it's so hard when people mm-hmm. get that successful at that level because, you know, I can remember being told, oh, it's uh, six months before you can get a, you know, a consultation. And I'm just like, you know, so much can happen in your life in six months and you're wanting the Exactly. You know, the, the, exactly. Right. right. Okay, well, Elizabeth, as always, yeah. right, right this second. So, um, so listeners, we're, we're, the, the, it's going to go off the air in just a minute. I want to remind you that um, the minute this uh, interview is over, it is a podcast. You can download it as an MP3 file. You can send that to your friends. You can send your friends to the um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Cindy Meyer, spelled C-Y-N-D-E-M-E-Y-E-R. Um, if you add, uh, join our email list, you will get notices of everything that's happening with Spirit Seeker and um, all the people attached are, are, you know, people on the radio show. You'll get, you know, notifications of the articles and the, the magazine, et cetera. So there you go. So Elizabeth Summers has been my guest, ElizabethSummers.com, and that's S-U-M-M-E-R-S.com. I cannot thank you enough, my dear. I just love hearing your voice and your hearing your knowledge and reading your articles and 
just general, it's always a pleasure. So thank you so much for all that you're doing. And um, and I'll just talk to you again soon. We always have an exciting time. Thank you for the opportunity. And hugs and blessings to everyone who's listening. And to you, too, Cindy. Okay. Thank you, Elizabeth. And thank, thank you, you, listeners. And have a great, great evening. Okay. Good night. <laughs>